All right, so welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. So uh, we didn't have a Friday episode, and it was because it was just like, you know, terrible planning. Um, I tried to get some people to do it. And that didn't work. And then I tried to come over here and record by myself. And for some reason, I just couldn't. I just, I don't know. I I don't know if I was just, I didn't have the ideas going or I lacked the creativity to just pull something out of thin air to talk about. And I don't know. It was just, it was just weird. So we didn't have a Friday episode. I apologize. But, um... Uh, late last night, and you know, I record. We record these on a, on Monday because they come out on Tuesday. So we try to stay pretty rel- like you know, relevant with you know everything that's happening. Um, so it's not you know either super early or super behind. Uh, we try to stay pretty relevant, relevant, relevant um, with everything going on normally on here. And it's weird, and it's. It, uh, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Hopefully this one, uh, hopefully this one works. Um, I'm recording by myself and late last night and really like all weekend, really, especially after I didn't have the, the Friday episode, I had a pretty long weekend and, um, before, before I say anything though, before I, before I, you know, dive into whatever, I guess it's not really a conversation if there's just one person in the room. So I guess you can call it a rant or a conversation with myself or t- thinking or talking out loud, which sort of makes me seem like a crazy person, but that's cool. Uh, before I get into any of that, I would like to uh, say thank you to uh, my friend Taylor. She actually sort of put these ideas in my head, and I've been thinking on them pretty much all weekend since Friday because I talked to her. I mean, I talk to her all the time, but uh, Friday was the first time I ever asked her for an opinion on what I should talk about, especially because I knew Friday most likely was going to be an episode by myself. So uh, everything she told me, I sort of have been thinking about all weekend. And so thanks, Taylor. I don't think she listens to this, though, but that's okay. I'll tell her to skip to like the two minute mark or something like that. So Taylor, thank you. I appreciate you a lot more than, you know, um, but so it's weird recording these episodes by yourself is, is really, it's, it's a weird thing because like I said, the dynamic of a podcast, especially, you know, a podcast that's become popular with a a host and a co-host being me and Kyler or a guest, um, sort of like the Joe Rogan podcast where he has a different guest on every day. There's a dynamic there between, like, you know, there's two people having a conversation and there's instant feedback. There's a, there's a, you know, when you're doing a, when you're doing a podcast, for example, it's instant, it's, it's instant gratification with the other person you're recording with. There's a, there's a symbiosis there that 
you get when you have someone or some ones a lot, uh, you know, right in front of you. So it's a lot like, you know, it's a lot like, you know, almost like public speaking or anyone that has to do any type of stage thing with an audience. Yeah, there's, you know, we don't get instant feedback from our audience of this pod off this podcast, but I get instant feedback from for the most of the time. It's Kyler who's sitting right across from me all the time. And it just works. You know, you're able to bounce back and forth off of each other. You're able to, you know, for lack of a better term, go off the cuff and just talk about whatever and go wherever the conversation takes you. And when you're doing something, especially something media driven, a lot like, um, you know, podcasting, uh, if you're making YouTube videos, anything where you don't have that, that reaction immediately it's a little weird to attack it by yourself and what I mean by that is so right now I'm in the room where we record I'm completely alone there's no one else in this entire place I'm literally sitting at a table with my laptop in front of me staring at a window with Kyler's boys Bell's basketball defensive MVP and Michael Jackson's Thriller on vinyl. I got no one to talk to. So I'm literally just talking out loud. But going, you know, sort of wrapping wrapping all that up. Um, it's hard to record this specific podcast, what me and Kyler do, by yourself. Because it thrives and what drives it, you know, what drives the whole podcast so much is like the the comedic relief, the ability to bounce back and forth off of another person and just have a lighthearted good episode. And of course every, and of course every now and then we get into some serious topics and for the most part we cover them pretty well, but at the same time they're never really anything too serious. It's always worldly serious. And it's not a knock on Kyler or anything like that. I think that's just what me and him are best at. And I don't think that me and Kyler have ever had the opportunity to sort of talk about something more relatable to people, if that makes sense. So, you know, like a couple, like a week ago, me and Anthony, a guy I had on, we talked about the Gabby Petito case. And yeah, it's tragic. And. You know, stuff like that happens way too, you know, way too often, way more often than it should. And, but that's not something that everyone can relate to. Um, you know, me and Kyler, sometimes we attack political problems. Uh, the only problem with that is me and Kyler, we do a podcast. The political problems of the world don't really have an effect on us. We're not slandering anyone's names whenever we talk about it. Yeah, we make fun of people. So does everyone else. And it doesn't really have an effect on us because if we lose viewers, we lose viewers because of what we say. If we gain viewers, we gain viewers because of what we say. There's a balance. There's a balance in that. And it it just works it works out how it's supposed to work out. We have no control over who listens to it and how they receive it. It's just once I because Kyler doesn't do any of the, like the after work, you know, he comes and he shows up and he gets, you know, pinpoint topics and he records, which 
He's supposed to. He has a family. I I go home and I edit it. I make sure it sounds good. Um, and I'm the one that actually hits the upload button. And once I hit the upload button, there's no, you know, there's no going back from it. Um, so once it's out in the world, I have no control over who receives it, how they receive it, or who, you know, who, or who listens to it or how they listen to it or how they, you know, how they take the information that we talk about. But I'm going to try and this is, this you know, this is sort of on, on Taylor's behalf. She's the one that sort of put the idea in my head. I'm going to try to like attack this episode almost as like a, I don't know, like a something it's gonna it's something different um of course you know I'll, I'll, I'll try and cover some sports stuff like for example um over the weekend uh to ufc 266 and i i promise i'll get to what i was talking about but over the weekend ufc 266 happened and you had alexander volkanovsky as the main event against brian ortega for the featherweight belt um you had Jessica Valentina, no, not Jessica Valentina, Valentina Shemchenko against, I forgot her name to be honest, but it doesn't matter, Valentina won. Um, and you had, as the third fight on the card, uh, what I think most people were, most people showed up to the event for and what most people bought the, bought the pay-per-view for was Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. Um, they fought 17 years ago in 2004. When Robbie Lawler was top, you know, he was up there. He was, he was a big name. He was just in the game. And same for Nick Diaz. He was making a name for himself as well. And Nick knocked him out going into the second round. And no one saw that coming. Um, they both go on to, they both went on to have good careers. Uh, more so Robbie than Nick. Nick went on to, I don't know, he's just not a talkative person. So, he left the UFC six years ago after his fight with Anderson Silva. And Robbie Lawler went on to become a welterweight champion, one of the greatest welterweights considerably of all time. And now after a six-year hiatus from 2000, and what would that be, 2015, the last time Nick fought, he comes back six years later to have a rematch uh, with Robbie Lawler. Um Robbie Lawler ended up winning. Uh, if I remember, it's at the end of the third round, uh, going into the fourth. I'm pretty sure it was a TKO. And for the most part, Nick looked really good. I think Nick looked really good. Robbie Lawler, of course, is going to look good. He's been active, but Nick, on the other hand, um, everyone wanted. I'm not a Nick or Nate Diaz brother fan by any means. But if I had to pick one of the two, it's Nick. And it's because he's so, you know, he's so soft-spoken. He, he's a fighter. He gets out there. He does what he needs to do. He goes home. That's what he wants to do. And for the UFC, that doesn't always work. They need that character. They need a Connor. They need a Israel Adesanya. They need some, they need a John Jones. Speaking of John Jones, that motherfucker got arrested in Vegas again. But anyway, they need that character. And when you're not that character, it's sort of hard to it's sort of hard to drive a fan base. But for some reason, Nick and his brother Nate, being how they are, they have basically they have a cult following. 
Are they like the greatest welterweights and middleweights of all time and lightweights? No. They're both, you know, 30 and 15, 39 and 15. Like, they have some losses under their belt. But I think it's their fight style that makes people want to want to root for them. And I was rooting for Nick during that fight. I wanted Nick to win. Everything was set up from having the being the bad boy brother with Nick, being one of the bad boys of the UFC, to, you know, getting in trouble with the UFC for your, you know, for wanting to smoke weed, you know, talking a bunch of trash to people in the octagon, making people not like you. But whenever it's time to, you know, get in front of a camera to do some, some press, he's not with it. Everything was set up for a picturesque comeback. You know, you're gone from the, you're gone from the UFC for six years. You come back against the dude that basically put you on top of the world with your knockout over him for another fight. The storyline was there and he just fell short and it's, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, it, it, it happens. People fight, they lose. It's part of the game. Um, but I found it interesting what he wanted to, what he said before the fight, they asked him if this was like a one-off thing, you know, he's been gone six years and a, a, I don't know what you call him, an interviewer, one of the people at the press junkets, they asked him, they said, Hey Nick, is this a one, one-time thing? You know, you coming back for this and then you're done. And he said very humbly and soft-spoken and unlike before, um, he said, no, he said, of course he, you know, he loves this. He, he's a fighter. He, he loves the, the competition. That's who he is. That's who he is to his core. And he said, of course he wants to come back. If he wins, we'll see what happens, but I would love to come back. If I lose, I need to come back right away. It's an interesting way of thinking about it, but it makes sense. If you think about it, if if Robbie beats him, which he did, Robbie beats him, you have to have the trilogy now. It's one and one. Both got knocked out at the end of a round. It's all set up. Yeah, they're a lot older now, but they both can still fight. But hopefully we see Nick Diaz again. Alexander Volkanovsky went on to beat Brian Ortega in a five-round war. Uh, and, you know, he kept his belt. But other than that, um, he had football over the weekend. But anyone that listens to this podcast, one second, let me get a drink of water. refreshing but like I was saying football games happen over the weekend anyone that knows me knows that I'm not a huge NFL fan by any means um I know everything that goes on in the NFL I pay attention enough to to if I'm in a situation where I have to talk about it I can I can talk about it but luckily right now Kyler's not here so I got to talk about that shit so on to like sort of what I was talking about earlier Taylor put in my head over the weekend, over um, over the course of a couple of days, actually, and it's not a bad thing. When I say it like that, it sounds like I'm saying it in a bad way. I'm not. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how to attack this because, like I said, we never really attack anything, and you know, something like this on the podcast ever. It's always something different it's always ha- it always has some sort of comic relief and i feel weird talking about it or even bringing it up but i sort of have to now because i did bring it up 
going, you know, referencing back to what I said, once I hit upload, it's out there. And I don't know exactly how people will perceive it or receive it. I don't know if they'll like it. I don't know if they'll hate it. Yeah, I'll have, you know, people that listen to this on a regular basis that have added me on Snapchat at the end of, you know, at the, at once they listen to it, they'll slide up and, you know, they'll message me and be like, Hey, I either love the episode or it sucked. That'll happen. But that happens with every episode. This one, I'm not 100% sure. And it's, it makes me feel like it makes, honestly, it gives me the same feeling I had when a couple years ago, not a couple years ago, years ago, actually, um, years ago when I decided I was really into Casey Neistat. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he's a YouTuber. He's like the pioneer of filmmaking vlogging. Uh, I was really into him and I decided to do the same thing. And this is very reminiscent of how I felt before I took out a giant DSLR camera in public on a gorilla pod with a microphone attached to it, talking into it, you know, 16 hours out of my 24 hour day just to go home, edit it and then hit upload. And whoever saw it, saw it. It's very reminiscent of how I felt before I did that. You know, that was probably early 2015 and I haven't had another one of those moments until right now. But what like how I'm beating around the bush, I'm just not getting to the point. I'm trying to set it up as if like I'm super uncomfortable because I am. But what she was talking about is something that I think a lot of people sort of know the, especially now, sort of not surrounding yourself with uh, shit. Exactly. Not surrounding yourself with shit, really. No, um, not surrounding yourself with people that I guess don't really, I don't want to say care, but that aren't, so we all have friends, not surrounding yourself with really just shitty people. That's what, what that's what I'm boiling down to. We all have, you know, everyone has friends. Everyone has friends that they talk to all the time. And especially now in 2021, I don't, I think the narrative of what a, what friendship is, has changed drastically. So me and Kyler, Kyler is, has been my friend known Kyler since I was 12, 13 years old. That's more than a decade ago. I've known him forever. Not even friends anymore. We're basically related. He like, we're, we're just brothers. That's just how it is. And there's, other people I know that I've known for five, six years too, at the same time, you know, three, four years, two, three years, whatever the case may be that I've known for a very long time, but they all don't have the same type of, they don't, they all don't hold the same type of pedigree as other people. Like, for example, you could have a, say for instance, um, you have a friend that you've known for you know, 10 years, but you recently, you know, everyone makes friends all the time, but you recently have been, you know, become friends with somebody that in the, you know, in the past couple of weeks or months, whatever, whatever the number, however long the time period is, 
just drastically less amount of time than the person you've known for 10 years. You've become how some, and it happens that way. Sometimes you become better friends with somebody quicker, depending on how they carry themselves and how much you relate to them. What do you have in common? How you get along? It just sort of happens. You don't have any control over that. And that 10 year friend of yours is they're cool. They're fine. You know, you hang out on weekends and sometimes during the week. Um, you've known them forever, but you always have that feeling, you know, once you, once you leave with them, once you don't, you're not around them that they either, you know, they're not really there for you. If I don't know if that makes sense. And I'll try to, I'll try to give an example, not a personable one, but, you know, try to give an example. I'll, and I'll use myself as the example, as a hypothetical. Like, so, say for instance, I knew knew somebody for five years, right? If you go back five years from now, I was, what was it, 2016? I was at Starbucks. And I've known someone for five years. Pretty good, you know, never really had a deep conversation with them before, but we're just, you know, we're, we're cool. Somebody I know that, you know, I'm cool with that. I, for the most part, enjoy putting my time around for the most part. And I got the idea one day to up and quit my job to come start this. And they're not 100% supportive. They don't do anything to sort of better the, you know, better you for lack of a better word, just support you really. Um, but in the process, I meet somebody else that I'm super good friends with that for two weeks, we're the best of friends, right? Those are the type of people that you sort of want to surround yourself with. Those people that your friends that, you know, will, will for, I don't know, I guess the only way I can think about think of it is to, lift you up not like you know put put you down and when she when taylor when she was sort of not exactly talking about that but talking about it at the same time it made me sit back and think about myself really and who i surround myself with i'm i mean it's like I said, friendship now holds a different weight than what it did, you know, 10, 10 years ago before the social media age, before the age of image became so, so prevalent and so, you know, so mainstream focused. Um, it's completely different. Uh, I think. And it's weird because, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about Donda versus Certified Lover Boy. And I'm still holding true to my, my thought. Donda is a better album than Certified Lover Boy. But every now and then, Drake has some songs that really, 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 that really hit home for anybody. So does Kanye. I think more so Kanye than Drake. But every now and then, there's one of those Drake songs that just hits you. And he has a song on Certified Lover Boy called Real Friends with no, it's called Fair Trade. What am I saying? Kanye has a song called Real Friends that came out on the Life of Pablo years ago. 
that that song still holds true. But fair trade by Drake. Uh, one of the, in the verse or in the chorus, uh, the chorus goes, "I've been losing friends and finding peace, but honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me." And yeah, it's a cool it's a cool lyric to rap along to. You know, it sounds cool in your car and people. It sounds it's something that's a that's like the picturesque Instagram quote. You know, something you'd caption on your Instagram photo. But when you actually break it down and, you know, think about it, it makes a lot of sense. And in a combination and an accumulation of what me and Taylor's conversations consisted of, especially over the past couple of weeks, on top of that song being so popular and actually being a good song, it all resonated with me about sort of just thinking about myself and who I surround myself with. And hopefully, people that listen to this, they sort of take the time to, you know, do the same thing. Um, You know, going back to what I said earlier, once I hit upload, I don't know who's going to listen to this. Um, I have the, I have an estimation of how many people listen to it, but it doesn't tell me who. Some episodes are, you know, a couple thousand more than the previous. Some are a couple thousand less. Sometimes they're 10,000 more. Sometimes they're 10,000 less. I never know who's going to listen to it. And it's weird because me and Kyler, we're not, it's not like we're super famous podcasters or anything. It's not like we can go to any major metropolitan area in the United States or another country and people will know who we are. Our age demographic is our age that's you know and some and younger obviously and a little bit older but like the 15 16 all the way up to about 35 30 i'd say i'd say 15 to 40 is our age demographic of that and that is our age demographic i look at it those are the ages that most listen to our podcast and that's only a small percentage of what it tells me on spotify and apple and all that stuff not to mention the people that just listen to it that don't have any of that information filled out so the world can't see it. And you never know who's going to listen to it. I never know who's going to listen to it. You never know how one thing could you know affect somebody, somebody's way of thinking or anything like that. I'm not trying to affect anyone's way of thinking in a negative way. Never trying to do that. But I do think, like I said, especially now, with influencers and YouTubers and podcasters and SoundCloud rappers, musicians, anything media-driven being so prevalent in our culture today that you have a lot of people that have friends that they're there, they're, you know, they're there, but they're not there for the right reason. And I think a lot of of people and I was one of them included a lot of people need to sort of to sit back and think about who who they and who I and who who they who I and who themselves surround themselves with because do you want uh, it's one of my favorite quotes Kobe Bryant said it do you want that friend that you know you're going out to dinner or breakfast, or whatever the case may be. Do you want that friend that will sit across from you 
while you're eating and you have something in your teeth and they don't say anything and let you look like a dumbass for the rest of the day uh, because they just want it to be nice to you and just go along for the ride? Or do you want that friend that will make it awkward for 10 seconds and say, hey, man, you have or hey, girl, you have something in your teeth. Take that shit out so you don't look like a dumbass for the rest of the day that's supportive of you. I always wanted the second one. And some people want the first one. Those are the people that want yes men. Those are the people that like having yes men that need that extra boost of confidence because of their insecurities. I want the second one. And I think a lot of people want the second one. And I think that's the correct choice. Uh, But that's my opinion. You know, take it how you want it. But, yeah, she, she mentioned that. And she mentioned some other stuff, too. Um, but I'm really going to try to not talk about it or the, you know, the other stuff that Taylor mentioned, because we were talking, you know, through Snapchat and on the phone or whatever. And we have yet on here to have a, do I say woman or girl? No, Taylor's a woman. We have yet to have a woman sit in this room and talk back and forth. It's never happened. You know, we've had Kyler's dad. We've had Jared. We've had people on the phone. We've had Brad, Trey, you know, Ben, Jordan. We've had a lot of people, but none of them have ever been a woman. Um, And I think, first of all, that sucks because I feel like that just opens a whole new door of opportunity to have way, way more, way better conversations. Something that me and Kyler could never even imagine getting close to tapping into uh, on, you know, on a, on a wide spectrum of things, thinking, you know, carry how they carry yourself. You know, there's just so many things that you can attack it with us with a completely different mindset and it'd be a cool insight to have that. So first of all, um, yeah, all that other stuff. I don't really want to touch on that. Taylor brought up. I really want to have her here for that. Um, and it will happen. Kyler's gone for a pretty more significant amount of time. So it's definitely going to happen. Hopefully, what would be great is if I can get her for the Friday episode, uh, but she's a nurse, so never know. Um, but it'll definitely happen. I'm very excited that uh, Taylor will be the first like woman guest that we... I say we, even though Kyler's gone right now, but it's still me and his thing, that we'll have on here. And I guarantee you it's going to be a great-ass episode. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way it's not. But other than that, um, just to summarize what I was talking about, um, I would just take the time to reflect on who you surround yourself with. Um, for how Taylor said it, don't let people, you know, pick better friends. Don't pick shitty friends. Because at the end of the day, it is your choice if you want to be friends with somebody. You don't have any control on how you meet them and how you 
you know, who you meet. You don't have any control of that. That just happens naturally. But you do have a choice on picking them as your friend. Same for them. And if it works out, it does. If it doesn't, great. I mean, if it doesn't, you just move on. It's part. It's a part of life. Um, so, I'm really impressed with myself. I This is a 30-minute episode. I've never done that before. But anyway, um, thanks, Taylor, for the ideas and conversations that we recently have had. Um, I'm very appreciative of you as a, as a friend, mainly because we get along really well. But secondly, I would have never been able to talk about this stuff, I don't think, with anyone else, really, because of how this podcast was set up. So thank you, Taylor. With that being said, you can go to patreon.com slash NYMP. Yeah. Um, go to Snapchat and add me. It's Aaron Cross 15. Instagram is iFilmAaron. Um, add me on PlayStation. I've been recently, I've recently been on Warzone a lot more. Uh, iFilmAaron is my name. And when does this episode come out? One second, I check the date. It is... Monday, September 27th. Let me turn around and look at the calendar. Ooh, nice. This week. Um, if you're in Sherman and you see a young woman with brown hair wearing a wearing some not your normal podcast clothing, it's because um, Taylor actually will have the, it's weird. I ordered it and some of it came in early and some of it's taking longer. It's very strange. I don't know what happened, but, um, we have our second release of merchandise coming out and it's Halloween themed. So the early stuff, um, Taylor is actually going to be the first one to have it and wear it other than myself can't really give it to Kyler. He's states and he's in Pennsylvania. Can't really get it to him. Um, but yeah, if you see a young woman walking around in a not your normal podcast fall attire, Halloween esque attire, compliment it. Ask her where she got it. If you don't know, you should know already. It's on patreon.com slash NYMP or on Instagram, you know, whatever. Or just message me. I can do it that way, too. But, yeah, if you see her in the sweater, compliment the sweater. Then buy one. But other than that, um, I think that's it. I really hope this episode is, you know, received well. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. But other than that, that's all I got to see. That's all I got to see. No, that's all I got to say. Uh, I'll see you on Friday. Hopefully with a guest. If not, you best believe that. Hopefully I can talk for another 30 minutes. But all right, cool. See you on Friday. And again, thanks, Taylor, for the all the stuff. <laughs>